Hey, it's December, and a special edition of Talking Tables with Bill and Bryce. I hope everybody's in a great holiday mood. We're going to get to uh, who won the Bill and Bryce Talking Tables special Christmas ornament right off the bat, because I know that's what everybody's tuning in for. Our very first winner is none other than Mike Ladd, who wrote in. He is especially thankful for his 1983 Jeep Scrambler. Mike, I have to say that's probably the strongest entry we had. That's a great thing to be thankful for. Also winning, we have Nick Garstecki. He is thankful that his partners in crime, Nicole and Gail, could win our awesome Talking Tables coffee mugs. That's a great thing to be thankful for, too. Our next winner is Gary Finley. Congratulations, Gary. Gary wrote in that he was thankful for Jeeps that had seats. For those of you who don't know, at one point in time, I had to drive Gary back to the hotel from Skytron, and I had forgotten that I had removed my passenger and rear passenger seats from the Jeep, so Gary had to sit on what I believe was either like a 2x4 or possibly a bucket. I'm not sure, but good times. Our next two winners hail from Grand Rapids. And those two gentlemen, I use that term loosely, are Jason Simon and Ryan Harmon. Jason being thankful for just being able to enter this awesome contest. And Ryan being thankful for your two lovely hosts, Bill Wenton and Bryce Freeman. Way to kiss up, Ryan, but it got you an ornament. On today's episode, we're going to talk about just general sales tactics. And we're going to try to break that out into... Uh, different individuals and try to point out the aspects of the tables or accessories that are important to those individuals. So for example, we're going to start off talking about the anesthesiologist and what factors are going to be more important to that individual. The, you know, They're not going to be interested in maybe the overall construction of the table as like a biomed would be, but talk about things like the pendant control and how they would actually impact the anesthesiologist. Pendant controls have always been a bit of a point of pride for Skytron with our durable construction, the backlit lighting, and the symbols that we include on all the buttons for current generation tables. And these are huge selling points for anesthesia, you know, essentially the driver of the table. If they can just pick up a pendant and quickly find the function that they need to use, it's way better for them and they're going to like the table a lot more. Yeah, we had gone to the symbols quite a few years ago, but if you remember back to the older Skytron controls, Everything was in words, right? So table up literally said table up as opposed to a symbol that identified it as table up. Now, we, we made the change uh, because it made it easier to sell tables internationally where we didn't have to change the language on the pendant controls. But it does just aid in the overall recognition of what each function is. And you can quickly identify it and then move the table. The other aspects of the table that are important to anesthesia really revolve around, again, the use of the table, actually moving the table. And that's the interlock systems. We had a lot of interlock talk lately since we introduced a three, 3603, um, but we've always had interlock tables dating back, I don't know, 10, 10 plus years now. And what I'm talking about, of course, is if you're going to move a table function and it's going to potentially crash into another part of the table, the table will stop. If you look back through our history, our original tables that had interlocks, they would just, they would just simply stop. Of course, we learned our lessons there that the Customer wasn't always sure, the anesthesiologist wasn't always sure what was stopping the table. You know, it could have been that the pump motor failed or something along those lines. So that added some confusion, uh, which caused us to add in a, a beep, a tone, so that when you hit the interlock, the table would also make that, uh, that long beep that you hear. And then when we just introduced 3603, you know, we introduced a second style of interlock. We have a, what we call the soft interlock and the hard interlock. 
And both of those, you know, work together to try to make the table safer for the end user, safer for the patient, and help anesthesia so they don't always run the tables into themselves and cause damage. You know, I can't imagine really anything worse going on in a case than you're articulating the table and all of a sudden you hear a giant crack and, you know, you've cracked a back section or you've crushed a pump or something like that. So we've been improving the interlock systems uh, since the very beginning. Uh, next generation tables that are that are coming soon will have even better systems than what we see on 3603. But it's an important selling factor for the anesthesiologist. And it's important that they understand that before the demo or the usage of the table occurs so they know what to expect and what's going on when they hear those different tones. Yeah, that's a good point, Bill. The uh, soft interlocks really give anesthesia full range of control with the tables which is something that's very important to them because they want to get every degree, every inch, every millimeter of articulation that they can in order to satisfy the surgeon. Um, another way that we do that with our top rotation tables is giving them the ability to rotate the bulky part of the table base out of the way, giving them more room for the surgeon to stand closer to the surgical site or more room to bring in the C-arm, which is then going to reduce the risk of the anesthesiologist having to re-articulate the table mid-case. Yeah, I mean, it's an awesome feature that you can rotate the back section over the short part of the base, and then you can go into that 30 degrees of trend, and you can lower that literally to the head sections on the floor, whereas if you couldn't rotate the table, you'd be stopped much sooner um, by the table base. So it allows you to actually utilize a lot of that low height that our tables are known for. You know, one item that we don't sell much of, but uh, anesthesiologists definitely can appreciate is we have a angled pendant adapter and it's a it's basically it's a block and it, it's set up so that you can hang the pendant control off of a side rail of a table but the pendant control is facing it's called a 45 degree angle up at you so if they are utilizing the pendant control while it's still attached to the table this angle block really helps to do that so i just want to make mention of it i know we don't sell a lot you may have forgotten about it or maybe didn't know it existed, but um, we do have that as an option. So if you've got an anesthesiologist who's always using the pendant control while it's hanging down from the side rail, adding that angle block will face it back up towards them and should make their job easier. That's part number 9-050-02. Next up, we have the surgeons. And uh, much like anesthesiologists, degrees of articulation are very important to surgeons. And we've in introduced some new capabilities with our 3603 table with 40 degrees of trend. Um, and we've also always featured 90 degrees back up in many of our tables. And depending on what type of specialty these doctors are, it's going to depend on what sort of articulations you want to highlight. Um, for somebody in plastics, you know, that 90 degree backup is going to be very important. Or for neuro, where they need the p patient in an upright seated position. Um, so it's always good to vet what type of surgeon you're talking to and understand what their needs are out of surgical tables so that we can determine which ones that are appropriate to speak with them about. Price is exactly right. You know, that 90 degree back up isn't something that is on every table. And you have to think about how competitive tables are used, which a lot of times means that patients are being reversed. And many of our competitive tables don't offer 90 degree leg up, for example. Quite a few of them don't offer 90 degree back up on the actual back section. So it's a small thing, but uh, I know it should be discussed and talked about with the customer. The other thing that we excel at really is, is tilt. We have a lot more tilt than our competitors have. And I know that this feature isn't used a lot. I know a lot of times you're, 
you're not going to tilt somebody to 35 degrees, let's say, in 3603. Um, but the fact is, is that we do have it. So when you recognize those situations where you know tilt can be a factor, make sure that you're aware that that's a huge selling point for you um, because we do beat the competition in that particular articulation. The other item is simply the weight capacity. We've spent so many years you know, upping our weight capacity every time that we've introduced a new table, and we're kind of beyond that now because we, I'll say we've, we've kind of maxed out. The, the reality is, is our weight capacities are higher in almost every case in our competition when you consider in the articulation of the table. You know, we all know that the stairs tables, once you top slide them, they drop to 600 pounds. They're probably our number one competitor, and they really have just a 600-pound table still. You know, our tables are 1,000 pounds or 800 pounds for our high-range tables. And I've said it so many times, but I'll repeat it again, that, you know, that includes our top slide. So you can, you know, place that patient on the table and be assured that if they're over 600 pounds, our table's still designed to handle and articulate that weight. Everybody knows that our tables are heavier than our competitions. You know, we, we get that complaint a lot that they're harder to move because of that weight. But the trade-off is the ability to articulate the table with a large amount of weight on it and not have the table tip over. That's why we can slide 26 inches, for example, uh, with 800 pounds. So, you know, when you do get those complaints about, well, the table's harder to move, the conversation good should go towards the fact that well, you know, it's heavy for a reason, and it allows us to do these things that the competition just can't do. And I know it's not always easy to make a negative into a positive, but, you know, that's the route we have to go when we're talking about patient weight versus table weight, that we're just allowing them to actually articulate and move that patient in the manner that they really want to, uh, where our competition can't always do that. Another hot topic I want to address is accessibility. And what I mean by that is the ability of the staff to get close to the surgical site or bring their equipment in as close to the surgical site as possible, making it more efficient in the operating room. Something that differentiates Skytron from the rest of the field is our narrow base. We've got a base that's narrower than our top, actually, which allows the surgeon to stand real close to the table. A lot of our competitors' products have bases that are actually wider than their tabletops, and as a result, the surgeon has to stand further out and bend over further, which isn't great for his lower back. Another advantage that Skytron has is two solutions for accessibility, and those come in the form of top rotating and top sliding surgical tables. We're really the only player on the market that has top rotation going on these days. Um, Stryker, Steris, McKay, Trump, none of them can do it. And as, as far as top slide goes, we have more than anybody as well. A lot of the accessibility advantages we just talked about are also important for the C-arm tech. And I've always been a proponent of, of working closely with the C-arm technician, whoever that may be at the facility, in order to get them comfortable with the table. A lot of times they may not really understand the imaging capabilities. They may not realize that they can articulate under the seat section of a slide top table, for example. And if you bring them in and you explain to them exactly where they need to put their equipment to get the shots that are, that are being required of them, uh, can make a big difference. The fact that our base is thin, just like Bryce had mentioned, is a big plus for them. They can get the CRM actually closer. Uh, the fact that we can articulate and uh, articulate with like a, a rotating top table where we can get the base completely out of the way can make a big difference for getting the CRM in and gaining access to. And of course, none of that makes uh, none of that is an advantage if we don't actually explain to the customer on how to properly use the table. Uh, and how to set up the table. So just remember that when you're talking with a C-arm tech, 
you know, they may have been doing some procedure one specific way for the last 20 years, uh, but that doesn't mean you have to continue to do that, especially if it negates some of the advantages we have. So, you know, don't be afraid to talk to that tech and say, hey, you know, I know this is how you've been doing it, but I'm bringing in a new table. You know, we can do it this way. And I think, you know, the, the weight capacity is going to be higher. You know, the stability is going to be better and your access is going to be better. And then work through that process with them um, in order to make them comfortable with getting the shot they need. Let's move on and talk about the tech services side. I'm going to get a special guest, Mr. Dave Daniel, to join us here and talk about the 24-7 tech support line. Dave? How you doing, Bill? Uh, thanks for having me. 24-hour tech support line. We have that mostly to cover for you know pretty much any phone calls that are coming in after business hours. Um, you know we're not going to cover parts or anything but like that, but anything that relates to tech support, um, you know service of the product installation, we will uh, basically get a call back with them within the hour. So Dave, if I have a table problem, I can call you at one in the morning. That doesn't happen too often, but I will get out of bed and I will give you a call back within an hour. What about three in the morning? Uh, I will do the exact same thing. So 24-7, here we are in December. Does that include Christmas morning? That is correct. Hey, Dave, I hear TCO is gaining some popularity. Can you give me any insight uh, as to what that program is and what it means for our distributors and customers? Yeah, definitely. So um, TCO is an all-in cost of ownership program, um, and it's been designed to bring certainty to the for the life cycle cost of the product and to the and basically to highlight that to the facility operating managers. I guess to simplify a little bit, it's just simply to show a upfront cost right in the beginning of the sale to say that if you purchase this product here, this is all you're going to need to spend in X amount of time to take care of this product. So what you're saying, Dave, is there's there's no hidden cost for the customer. Uh, everything has been figured out ahead of time. They've got like a flat monthly fee, let's say, for example, instead of occurring um, costs that they were not aware that were going to be costs. That is correct. There's, there is quite a few people that use it. And there's, uh, I guess, most notably, there's Herman Memorial, which is uh, a very large project. And they probably have 200 pieces of equipment that are covered under the TCO program. Um, and it kind of continues to grow because they keep expanding and adding more facilities into this uh, IDN mix. So um, it's a pretty big deal for them. And that's pretty much what closed the sale for Herman Memorial is TCO. Wonderful. So if anybody has any additional questions, can they contact you directly, Dave? That is, that is correct. Well, that's great, Dave. Thanks a lot for joining us. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bryce. Well, it's that Christmas time of year. Everybody's gift given. What are you getting for Christmas this year, Bryce? I'm not sure. I shook a couple packages in the bedroom, but uh, I couldn't really suss out what was inside. Well, I'm hoping I get a surgical table. There's all kinds of cool things you can do with those. You can make a sweet ski jump out of them, use them as a lift in your garage to you know get the Jeep up a little bit. No end to cool things you can do with a surgical table. And unlike those lame socks that I keep getting in my stocking, they can be doubled as a lazy boy. That's true. The beach chair position isn't just for shoulder surgery. No, it's for football and snacks. Yep, there's almost nothing you can't do with a surgical table.
Well, that wraps it up for this December special edition of Talking Tables with Bill and Bryce. We sure appreciate you listening, and we truly hope that everybody has a great and wonderful holiday season. And a happy new year. <laughs>